no oil on I'm ready it's my first time ever talking to a camera it feels weird but at this point in time I might as well get used to it it's 2020 man I've been inside for about three months now and I might as well be prepared to not go back anyways this is Ohm first episode it's a podcast about bringing more awareness to learning about entrepreneurship investment and empowering people to pursue their own hobbies and make the most of it because at this point especially for us young people we're at a turning point in the world where we are the people that are going to decide the next few decades a lot of the people that are in power now they're getting older people that we once looked up to and the people that we once were amazed at to see their feats are no longer in their prime and i won't say that they're not capable of doing amazing things but we currently have the biggest advantage because we know the most about the world that we live in now just by a technological advantage with the upbringing of social media like the people that were that we look up to they had to adapt to this new age and we were born in it so frankly i think we have the best chance of making the most of it especially with what's going on right now in the world with the pandemic coronavirus COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, it's pretty much going to change the way society works, especially with our globally interconnected market. I think that it will be a long time before we get to see the way things were before February. I mean, it's now June and we've been in the house for I've been in the house at least since March and hopefully you can go back to school. But in the case that we don't, and I still want to stay optimistic, we're going to have to figure out what to do. I decided that I was going to take the chance to start this podcast. This is something I've really been thinking about since my freshman year, but because I was young, I didn't exactly make the most out of my time. If you know what I mean, I really want to push for this. I find that some of the greatest conversations I have are really constructive and we're usually talking about our own goals or the abstract or things that seem bigger than us. And I want to use this platform to bring up people who they're trying to make their way to making their passions and making their favorite pastimes into their life, whether you're a designer or you make music, or you love investing. I really want to get to know those people and help you guys figure out the things that you're passionate about. So it doesn't necessarily even have to be a business per se, but I hope that if you like building circuits, I'm a student at Georgia Tech, so I've seen a lot of people have technical hobbies, whether it's drone racing or you like to build your own scooters from scratch or bikes from scratch. I want to make this a platform where your ideas and the things that make you happy are welcome here. I don't want to see us in the future not feeling confident about things that we love to do because we haven't seen them make money. I mean, think about it. 30 years in the past, you would have never thought that somebody can make millions of dollars 
making videos on the internet, which wasn't even a popular thing back then, to entertain people. So I hope this is a place where everybody's passions, everybody's hobbies and opinions are welcome. And I want to bring on a lot of people that I know around my community that are trying to live this life out and see where their passions take them. And even if they don't want it for their own business, that they learn something about themselves in their life through their hobby or their passion. I know a lot of people, especially when I was in high school, my teachers had passions, whether there was arts or scrapbooking or even music. And it's crazy to say, like, if it wasn't for me trying to push myself into the fine arts avenue, I probably wouldn't even be here today speaking to you. So it's been a hectic week. People my age have not seen something like this in this magnitude of chaos since maybe 2001. And a lot of us can't even remember that day. It's hard to say, but something big is going to happen in our country. And I hope it's for the right reasons. There are people that are leading this systemic racism. I mean, it's a crazy thing that we're in the 21st century and still talking about something that carried through since we've colonized this country. But it's the thing we deal with, and I think it's just a part of human nature. It's not a right thing by any means, but we have to, or the people that do recognize this as this oppression, as a product of fear and greed, to raise awareness for other people. As an African-American, I hate to look on the news and see how my people are fighting for their lives, fighting for a right to be treated equally like one another. And I don't even really agree with the magnitude of what we've brought along here or for the eyes of the people younger than us, the kids growing up in middle school, elementary school, and seeing this and asking questions. Like, I have a younger brother. He stays on top of the news. He watches my mother all day, and that's all my mom really watches CNN all the time. So it was only a matter of time before he started picking things up, and he asked me questions about a lot of these things. And it pains me that sometimes I have to answer these questions. I mean, I'm old enough to bring these up with him and tell him that this is what's going on. We, I wouldn't say that we're not liked by most people, but we're not granted as many opportunities because we're different. And I don't want to see it like that anymore. And I really want to stop seeing riots and looting. My goal in life is to not see color being an objective thing. And a lot of people will say, well, it is. And that's how it's always going to be. But ideally, I want to do the best I can. And I feel like it starts with kids my brother's age in like elementary school. We can't show them this and expect them to not grow up and start embodying this because we're the ones that set the precedent. And we can't get mad at them for doing the same things that we did because they're going to follow by example. So I want to use this as a way to fight smarter and not harder. I feel like life right now is a big chess game and we have to start thinking a few moves ahead of our opponent. We may not have the same resources by any means, but for the right amount of brain power, I think anything is possible.
especially with the advantage that we have. I feel like our generation is different than any others that have come by purely because one, we have the internet and I don't feel like we're all inherently racist. Not at all. We can have our differences and we can choose not to hang around each other, but the people that I think are racist aren't racist by genetics. No one's born racist, but it's just the way we've grown up and what I like I said before, it's through precedent. But because our culture is so opened up and we're so connected to everything through the internet, a lot of the people that had high chances of becoming very prejudiced to other races are more accepting of them purely because no matter what race, we all produce content. We all produce music. Nowadays, hip hop is the number one genre in America. You wouldn't have thought that like 30 years ago. We we're like 2020s rock music. We really shifted our iPod shuffles to Apple music accounts and our U2 albums. I mean, whoever listens to U2, I've only listened to like one album, but uh, we went from U2 albums to Drake albums, uh, Lil Wayne albums. And I mean, whoever you listen to, I choose to dabble in all kinds of music because since about freshman year, I started producing just for the fun of it, just to see what I could do and learn a new skill. And from producing, it opened my eyes to the world of sampling and getting into how people sampled older music and made them into their own pieces of art. And don't get me wrong, some of these some of these songs are magnificently made. My most notable favorite is the Mad Villain album by MF Doom and Mad Lib. And if you ever got if you ever get the chance to hear that, my personal favorite is Bistro, but find your own. That's perfectly fine. It just comes to show that even though nowadays things seem like everyone's so far apart from each other, we're more intertwined than ever. And one thing I'll say about this time around Black Lives Matter protests and movement is that this is the first time I've seen so many people come together for one cause. This issue is finally coming to light. I just hope we all can keep this momentum going for real and show light to the true problem, not just the injustice in the police system. There is something bigger that we're fighting against. We're not we're not fighting just with human nature, but we have to start building our influence in this world to fight for the good things. A lot of the problems and conflicts that happen in our world today are they all boil down to money or some sort of political influence and gain. It's just like the old times, like the Roman Empire, the Greeks. Everybody wants to have the power, run it all. It's kind of masks itself in the form of everybody has a vote. But I don't think, at least in legislation, that a lot of the people running now are doing it for the good of the people, but rather for the good of their own pockets. And everybody's self-motivated with their own interests. But I think that we should really take the time to decide, am I committed to the people enough to take on roles like these, especially with 
policy, law, politics, even becoming like a medical professional. You have to have an inner sense of duty to the people to do this type of thing. And I feel that we're starting to have a lack of that in this country. But it's not to say that all hope is lost. I just say that we need we need to start challenging ourselves more. One thing this past week has shown us is that by starting these uncomfortable conversations, asking these questions, what people's stances are on certain subjects like these is really what's going to help us grow as a world and as a community because we're going to test people's opinions. Whether we agree or disagree, we should at least have the empathy to listen to how another person thinks and why they've come to those conclusions. We don't have to be friends if we disagree, like, but I feel like we need to start understanding more where other people are coming from before we make assumptions. And I could definitely be wrong about this. I just want to see it from a more holistic point of view. I don't want to just label people with not knowing why they're the way they are. Uh, it's crazy to me how, especially this day and age, where we don't really question why we like the things we like. Like, for example, I mean, I'm an Apple user. I like an iPhone, but I remember when I got it because I was originally an Android user. I know, I know, but like, I still think Androids are superior phones in terms of technology. But the only thing that really made me gravitate towards an iPhone is FaceTime. And I would ask a lot of other people, and I know I'm going to start a war about like, you know, green bubble, blue bubble. I don't text back anybody if they have a green bubble. I feel sorry for my Android boys out there. If you ever got dropped by a girl because you sent the first text and she saw a green bubble and then she said, I think you have the wrong number. I know how you feel, bro. But back to what I was saying, like, I've asked a lot of people, why do you like an iPhone? What is it to you that makes you gravitate towards an iPhone? And a lot of people say it's just easier. It looks better. It's smoother. Like, you can come at it with a look at the edges of the design, the silhouette. You know, look how simple it is. And I mean, I will admit, Apple is very simplistic in their design and i remember reading steve jobs's book and that was his whole goal like and it worked he's a genius and thinking that by making things more simple and easy many more people are going to gravitate towards it android does make things a little bit harder in terms of what it can do and accessing all the features but you can't tell me that some people don't have iPhones and don't know how to use half the features they know how to use how to get to their messages they know how to get to facetime they know how to get the call, Instagram, Snapchat, and they know how to press any other app that they need. But like you tell them to, you know, how to configure a VPN, get their messages to deliver silently, but like they still show up as notifications. We're only using about like 
30 or 45 percent of what our iphones can actually do so my question is to them like what is it to you that is appealing about the iphone most people just go with those answers that i've said before this kind of phenomenon tends to be a trend in a lot of the things that we do today especially in like music jobs games what we like to do in our pastimes so i want to open this up to make you question what do you really like about the things that you're doing right now I've spent the past two years in college trying to figure this question out. And it wasn't until sitting down at my house in the middle of nowhere for more than three weeks that I really questioned, what do I want to do? And am I doing anything to get there? So this is my first step in doing that. I also have a huge fascination with cars uh i'm actually sitting here as i'm watching making this podcast there's a race going on so i'm watching it and i aspire to hopefully work for a race team it's something that i've grown up with and i can never correlate a bad memory or a bad emotion to being around a car it's connected me to a lot of people and a lot of things in life and opened my eyes to things I was never actually keen to in the past especially dealing with a different culture like motor racing is a primarily European dominant sport it's allowed me to get more interested in researching what's that what that's like uh a lot of the people that are interested in those fields we kind of have the same mindset but we all have different backgrounds totally so it's made me more open to asking those questions those hard questions like what does it mean to you and i mean i might not be making sense but when it comes to questions like what do you want to do in your life? Where do you want to be when, you know, you're 30 or 40? I feel like everyone should ask themselves these questions as they make their everyday decisions. I could only imagine how sad I would be if I came up to myself in the mirror and I had all these dreams growing up of learning how to invest and learning how to build cars, even producing. But I gave it up to did certain things because my friends wanted to or everybody else considered was more popular or in demand or that's where the money's at and it would make my life more stable. When I'm 30 or 40, well, I feel like I'm an accomplished man with a whole bunch of money, but no accomplished dreams. And don't think of me as some type of philosopher or stuff, because, like, I'm a regular dude. Like, sometimes I do goof off. It's literally taken me two years to make this podcast. I just want to become more deliberate with my actions. still want to have fun. I tend to see that the situations I have the most fun is when I'm trying to do something deliberately or I'm trying to make something happen and doing it with like-minded people. I'm glad that I could surround myself in a circle of people that are really striving to push towards their goals. And I hope that 
you all think about that and or have people in your circle that really pushing you to be the best you that you can be. You know, it's not about pleasing everybody because there's too many people to please in this world to even get not even 30 percent of them on most cases. So I got to say, do the right thing and make sure you're doing what's best for you. And I know I went on a tangent there, but this is what this podcast is about. It's not always going to be super serious. I want to make the guests here. I want them to show you that, you know, they're goofballs too. They have times where they slip up. They're not superhumans by any means. Like a business doesn't mean that, you know, I have a 200 IQ and it's about chipping away at these things one step at a time and enjoying the process, but work hard at it. Never give up and do what's best for you. Hopefully in this season, you guys get to see the perspectives of some of the people that I've hung around that inspired me to get to this point and make this podcast. And I hope that their determination and their vision inspires you to get going and start living your life the way you wanted to live it. And I know we're all held back by different things, but... I believe we all have this innate ability to overcome all the obstacles. So believe in yourself, guys. Well, this has been the first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I hope you tune in next time.